Welcome to Lawyer Business Advantage. This podcast is dedicated to helping attorneys earn more money, get better clients, and spend more time with family. I'm your host, Alej Yajnik, founder of Law Firm Success Group. Smart business guidance for small law firms begins in three, two, one. And it's my pleasure to welcome to Lawyer Business Advantage, Sebastian Westerby, the CEO and partner and legal counsel for Tort Experts. Sebastian, welcome to Lawyer Business Advantage today. Thank you all. I have a pleasure to meet you. I'm honored to be on your great podcast. Thanks. I appreciate that. One of the things lawyers don't like to do is they don't like to go out and get cases, but you're different. So tell us a little bit more about what it is that you do. So Tort Experts is, is a vertically integrated performance marketing agency and company that specializes in being the bridge between potential claimants and lawyers in the U.S., both on mass tort, class actions, and personal injury. So we um, go out and acquire and help law firms acquire potential clients within their their specific lawsuits, class actions, and uh, personal injury campaigns. So we help them really quantify, you know, what does it really and truly cost for them to generate a true client uh, within a specific lawsuit. Very cool. So how does that differ? Maybe it doesn't from those postcards I get saying, you know, class action has been filed and you might be eligible and sign up here. <laughs> That's a great, great analogy and a great question. So um, it, it differentiates in terms of those flyers that you get. And it goes back to what's our goal and what's my goal with, with Tort Experts, which truly is to democratize and improve access to justice for the average American. We don't target the low sort of segment in terms of payouts or quick money. We really, truly are trying to democratize access to justice. So we go out and and help our overall clients acquire a, a large amount of claimants and, and clients to help all their clients and all the all the cases, all the all the potential claimants to to go to court or to get a possible settlement based on their issues or based on their injuries, cancer types that they've seen occur from a potential drug or potential area or or a potential uh, you know medical device. So we go out and really help law firms find the clients through social media from Facebook to TikTok, Google, YouTube, everything in between TV, radio. Awesome. And uh, definitely a different slant to most of the other marketing types of firms I've had on the show so far. So you definitely have kind of a unique aspect of things. What's a typical law firm profile that you like to work with? I, I don't think there's a typical law, law firm profile. Overall, we, we try and not differentiate, not target a specific law firm type. We want to make sure we can help all, all clients, all law firms that reach out to us, whether it's a small law firm out of Minnesota who, who just won a, a very large uh, personal injury verdict and they're looking to reinvest that into the mass tort space. Or on the other side, it's it's very large uh, law firms that are operating nationwide with offices across the U.S. to help them acquire more cases, acquire more potential claimants for their specific lawsuits. So it's everything between the smallest law firm in Minnesota or Texas to the largest law firms in the U.S. that we help really generate clients and market their services for. It's really, really interesting. Tell me a little bit about how you got started in Tort Experts and how you founded it and what led you up to that point. So I, I started as a media buyer back in 2015, 2016. I ran the marketing myself, generated what we call leads to law firms in the U.S. 
I quickly realized that I had the ability to generate more potential claimants than the firms that I was working with at the time. And that's where I met my two partners, Paulie and John. Paulie is, is my partner and COO. John is, is my other partner and he's the chief investment officer. So we decided in agreement with our, our, the clients that we were working with at the time to start toward experts because we had both the software and the skill set to generate a lot more potential claimants for potential clients for law firms. So we started toward experts uh, with a clear goal of improving and, and, and democratizing access to justice by generating a lot more marketing to help generate a lot more cases for our law firms, as well as help more law firms uh, get clients in the door, which seems to be the main bottleneck for all firms, that the main bottleneck and main hurdle for firms that we talk to is they want to acquire and generate more cases and clients because they're also looking to help improve access to justice on their end. So we started toward experts and and today we're, we're close to 50 employees. We're completely vertically, vertically integrated from a lead comes in, fills out a lead form to being a assigned case that we pass through to the to the clients that we work with. So we control the whole funnel of things. We also do case management, medical records to make sure that that we really and truly generate true assets for our clients. The main differentiator and why we started Toward Experts is we have a, a software that is proprietary that allows us to optimize from a lead to a signed case. So we run all the different 20 plus different mediums from, like I said, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, Google, Instagram, TV, radio, and we run that through our software and that optimizes it down to the smallest detail, ad set, ad ID, campaign ID, creative, headline, everything in between. So we can truly see what's converting from a lead to a signed case for our law firm clients. Very cool. There's a lot more we can talk about about this, but with regards to optimizing, you mentioned that and I've got I've to ask you, from your client's perspective, what does optimizing mean to them and what does success look like in terms of working with you? There's a few aspects to that question. In terms of success, um, we really take pride in running compliant and ethical advertising. There's a lot of firms out there that don't focus on that and we take pride in, first and foremost, to be the leader in terms of compliance and ethical advertising. When it comes to the law firm success, once we have that, compliance and ethical perspective taken care of, which we have a great legal team and, and marketing team that handles success for our clients is from the beginning to, to know what is my cost per client costing? What, what is an estimate in terms of based on the lawsuits that the client is running? What does it cost for them to generate a client? And that's what we come in and from the beginning, from we deploy the first dollar, we can tell them this is the estimate in terms of what does it cost to you and for us to generate a true client for you guys within a certain lawsuit. So that is success for the clients that we work with. I can see where that's super helpful because if they understand their acquisition cost per client, it really helps them figure out how much money they're going to have to outlay here to bring those clients on board, which uh, would be class action is a big deal. Exactly. Very cool. So shifting gears a little bit, you and your partners grew this business up to now 50 employees. Congratulations on your success. We'd love to hear from you. What was that journey like? And what was maybe a challenge that you had to deal with as you were as you were growing? We've scaled up exponentially across the board. And that is has not come without any any hurdles or any difficulties, both because we are a service business, we are relying on human capital. We have a great team 
underneath me that, that I take pride in helping every day. And, and one of the key things when you're scaling from three partners to 50 plus people in an intake center with, with a lot more people is to make sure that you define a clear overall goal for the company, because my goal is and never has been to make money and, 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 and to drive a bigger car and to have a bigger apartment and house. I bike to, to work every day. I love my morning ride, but the goal to define our success as a company and to define what's our North star has been the main key and main driver for our success, which is to, as I said, democratize and improve access to justice for the average American and everybody in, in the U S and beyond. So we, we, from the beginning chose a, a mission that's, I chose a mission that's bigger than the company and make sure everybody understands that from the beginning, make sure everybody's aligned after that it's highly important for me to let my amazing team know that from the bottom junior campaign managers, junior marketing managers up to C-level executives to always make sure we disrupt the status quo. We always need to make sure we improve and get better every single day, whether it's small, small, small percentage or, or, or a large percentage every day. So we keep improving as a company, we keep improving as professionals, we keep improving as a team, and most importantly, we keep growing the business as a whole. So that's been the two key drivers for our exponential growth and, and success. Thanks for sharing that. I love those two points and they're absolutely spot on. That brings up another question, which I know a lot of law firm owners run into all the time, which is dealing with employees who are underperforming. They're not meeting the attorney's expectations. You must have run into a few of those instances as you were building your firm. How did you typically deal with those? That's a very important question and, and, and factor to keep in mind when you're hiring for, for a company because nobody's going to hire 50 people without making any incorrect or, or wrong hires, right? That's, that's some, the main thing to know. Secondly, it's important to set your employees up for success from the beginning. Make sure you give them feedback, have on ongoing conversations, have a clear training path as to what you're expecting from them, and also make sure they can let you know what they're expecting from you. So make sure when you hire a new person, every week, give them feedback and let them give you feedback so you can define, again, make sure to define the success for, for you and the company and the success you need from them. Make sure from what, what we implement as a company and when we've grown so, so much is we do a weekly uh, review and feedback loop every Friday for new employees for the first 60 days. And then after that, we do a monthly review for the first six months. And then after that, we do it every quarter. So we make sure we keep having an open door policy and create a feedback loop for our new employees. And when you have that in place, it's relatively easy to identify employees who's not performing, employees who doesn't have the same mindset as you or the mindset that you need them to have, or people that you don't find have the, the right work ethic, or they take advantage of the structures in the company that you have put in place. So it's easy for us to, um, in the first 60 days, identify low performers versus high performers. Because we are a fully remote company, we're, again, disrupting the status quo and, and really disrupting the space by not having any offices across the U.S. We're running that margin that we saved there to pay the employees that we have a higher salary and a higher commission, a higher bonus, to make sure we really reward professional people that bring my company value and keep us on a trajectory to 
grow further as a company and as a team. So, so that's the main priority to identify low versus high performance. I, I hate to call it worse employees or, or employees that aren't really good. I think it's just a matter of, are they a good fit for the company you have, or are they a better fit for somebody else? Yeah, it's a really nice way of putting it. And attorney entrepreneurs, I hope you were listening because Sebastian laid out several fantastic best practices that he is doing at his firm. Uh, the first thing is he sets his employees up for success which is something that so many law firms, unfortunately, aren't able to do. If you have a new employee that's coming on board, you want them to be successful. You should be doing everything in your power to make sure that they have a that they are set up for success, that they, that they are going to work out. The other thing he has is he has a training plan for the employees that come on board. Oftentimes, we see that an, an employee joins a law firm, and it's just like drinking from a fire hose, and there's no training, there's no guidance, there's no check-ins. The employee is given everything all at once expected to know it all. And very few people can actually pull that off with success. Um, and then the third point that I took away, Sebastian, is how Sebastian and his firm do the one-on-one check-ins. Um, I'm a huge fan of one-on-one check-ins. I believe they should be done all the time until they're no longer necessary. He has a really nice process for that with the first 60 days, it's every week. And then it goes to, um, I believe you said, uh, Sebastian, every month, right? And then every quarter. So yes, that, that progression is great. And you're going to build really good relationship with your employees if you can do that. You'll understand their challenges and uh, you'll be in a much better position to address any issues that are coming up because the best way to get feedback is to give it right away. And the frequent meetings allow, allow that to happen. And, and just to add to that, there's a very popular graph when you hire people and we've really taken pride in using that. So when you when you hire a new person, whether you know it's in your personal life, if you hire a new cleaning lady, it's a, it's a very good analogy to, to use. Or if you hire professional people for your company, there's a scale that's called forming, storming, norming, and performing, right? Where forming is the first stage. You hire a person, you got to tell them, this is what I need you to do. You need to set them up for success and tell them, I need you to create these campaigns. I need you to do X, Y, C, right? Then there's a stormy phase where the employee doesn't succeed, right? The failing, it's important to know failing is part of the process. There's always a storming phase, right? Where they fail. And then norming is where they start to learn from those mistakes and start implementing the feedback you're getting them. And that's why we've found that it's highly important to give those weekly feedback loops and make sure that they also can provide us feedback. And then there's the last stage, which is performing, where you don't have to check in. You don't have, you have to check in with them every quarter, make sure they're performing. Are we meeting our KPIs? Are we meeting our goals? Do they have any feedback for us? And it's, I think that, you know, scale from a company perspective, whether it's small entrepreneurs or bigger firms hiring or staffing up, I think it's important to keep that grasp uh, in mind. Yeah, and that, that makes a lot of sense. And then that's typically applied to teams and team performance in the team dynamic as they go through the process. But Sure, you can apply that to individuals as well. There's other models out there too, like situational leadership by Ken Blanchard, which is another way of looking at things. There's so many things out there. But the key is here is that Sebastian and his organization are hyper-focused on that. They want to make sure every employee that comes on board has every chance for success. And as Sebastian said, it enables them to differentiate high performers uh, from low performers then take action with the low performers. Shifting gears yet again, uh, we'd love to go back to a situation you mentioned a client that you helped in Minnesota. Take us through that as kind of a case study type thing. So how did how did the client find you? How did you engage with them? How did you help them? So um 
We are, as a company, one of the main sponsors for various different mass tort class action personal injury conferences nationwide. So most attorneys in the mass tort space, even personal injury attorneys, know who we are. So normally, if we take the example of the Minnesota law firm, if a law firm acquires a, a significant verdict on a personal injury settlement, and they're looking to reinvest in that in, in the mass tort space, they reach out to me or my sales team directly and asks us, hey, Sebastian, we have X amount of money to spend. Normally, if they're coming from the personal injury space, they don't have a, a clear idea how there's a mass tort space. So they need a, a little bit of, of help in terms of what is a good investment, what lawsuits are, 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 are the most popular ones, what's the best uh, criteria to use, what's the, what's the acquisition cost per client. So we, depending on the budget, uh, give them uh, our feedback in terms of what we think is the best uh, lawsuits to invest in uh, in the master order class action space. Um, and then once they evaluate that, we come to an agreement in terms of what their budget is, most importantly, what is the criteria they're looking to acquire, what does their questionnaire look like, and most importantly, uh, agree on a cost per, per acquisition, or as I say, cost per asset. Um, and then we come to an agreement, we start deploying the budget, and they start receiving their clients uh, via API or email delivery uh, to their CRM uh, so they can start filing those cases, follow up, et cetera. Fantastic. And Sebastian, what is it that uh, you're really looking forward to with Tor Experts over the next year or so? Over the next year, I, I'm super excited about uh, onboarding a lot more clients, uh, a lot more amazing team members to make sure we can achieve our goal to be the market leader in the mass storage space and help as many potential claimants uh, there are because uh, the truth is there's a lot of corporate negligence going on right now. There's a lot of uh, claimants, potential claimants, who doesn't even realize that they have a, a potential case. So we're looking to expand our client list and get a lot more clients in as well as we're looking to help those clients generate the best possible cases uh, and the most possible cases. So we can all really and truly hone in on those corporate negligence and corporations who are taking advantage of the average American. So I'm excited about being part of that overall process and being part of a company who has a great uh, North Star and a great goal. Um, so so really excited to, to see that further growth this year in, in 2024 and even beyond then. Uh, I think we're we're in a um, in an interesting sphere, an interesting period right now, where uh, we're going to see a lot more growth, and we're going to see a lot more clients. We're going to see a lot more claimants realizing they have a case, so we can really and truly. My goal is to to end corporate negligence and to help as many clients as possible. We have a goal to help a million clients by twenty twenty six, and that's a very high goal. But we want to make sure we set the bar high and and make sure we can help as many clients as possible, as well as help as many potential claimants as possible. Fantastic. And Sebastian, if a uh, law firm uh, is listening and owner's listening and wants to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to do that? The best way to reach out to me is via email or via our, our website, tortexperts.com, T-O-R-T-E-X-P-E-R-T-S.com, or my email, Sebastian at tortexperts.com. Awesome. Sebastian, thank you so much for being on Lawyer Business Advantage today. Thank you so much, Ally. Everyone, that is Sebastian Westerby with Tort Experts. And that's a wrap for this episode of the Lawyer Business Advantage podcast. 
one thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. And I want to hear from you. So connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know what you think of this episode. And if you are a solo or an owner of a small law firm, and you're looking to earn more money, attract better clients, or reduce your stress, we would love to talk with you to see how we can help. Request your free law firm assessment by visiting lawfirmsuccessgroup.com. Again, that URL is lawfirmsuccessgroup.com. We look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you for listening. My name is Ale Yajnik. Until next time, remember, you can seize freedom. You can embrace happiness. You can build your perfect practice.